hold hands and close your eyes. It's half past midnight, and you're listening to the Ghost Story Guys. Hello, and welcome to Luke Law. Today is a personal favourite of mine since childhood, and I'll be sharing some stories about black dogs as a companion episode to episode 38, The Black Dog Laughs at Midnight. Mostly black dogs of Britain, but one of the interesting things about this subject, there are loads of demon puppy stories all around the world. Where black dogs supposedly come from is a pretty mixed bag. Hellhounds, hellhounds with only one L, there are loads of furry connections, especially in Europe. And speaking of across Europe, there's also a pretty common Christian tradition which feels as if it has pagan roots. The idea that the first person buried in a graveyard had the job of watching over that place, so a dog would be buried there to watch over everyone else instead of leaving a human to guard it. This seems to be an origin for very widespread church grim stories across the European continent, and they really are all over the place. Wherever people went with dogs, some form of black dog seems to loyally follow whether we want them to or not, given how dangerous some of them are. Black Shook seems to be one of the most commonly referred to black dogs. This is unsurprising given that Black Shook was the legend um, Arthur Conan Doyle used for Hound of the Baskervilles, and a little bit of pop culture fame goes a long way. It can be confusing trying to work out if the folklore refers to the Black Shook or a Black Shook. They're so common and the folklore so messy, this may well be a plural for black dogs as a whole. Shook could be derivative of the word shaggy, but there's a more interesting possible connection with the Saxon word shuka, which is an old word for demon. Black shaggy demon dogs generally seem to fit the bad omen or banshee mould of black dog stories, but there's one brilliant and famous report in 16th century Suffolk, which managed to make the newspapers at the time, that books that trend. In the town of Bungay, Sunday the 4th of August in the year 1577, there was a well-witnessed report that Black Shook burst into a church and mauled some people to death. There was a storm that had the terrified townsfolk huddling the church away from it. As the reports go, this storm was darkness, rain, hail, thunder and lightning as never ever seen the like. This was a time when most houses were built with thatch and timber, so if lightning is raining down uh, with the thunder, you hauled ass into the only stone building which comes with its own lightning rod. As people knelt and prayed, hoping for the storm to pass without smiting the crap out of any extra flammable home, Black Shook was suddenly to appear among everyone and start lashing out with tooth and claw. An old verse recording this went, All down the church in the midst of fire the hellish monster flew, and, passing onward to the choir, he many people slew. Don't trust every verse you hear, though. The official record of the church wardens only mentions that two men in the belfry were killed, these deaths were probably due to the lightning which struck the church clock. It was a seriously bad storm. According to the much more interesting folk stories, though, as suddenly as Black Shook appeared, it ran off, next appearing at Blythburg Church, about 12 miles away, to wreck their shit for good measure. This raises all kinds of questions and possibilities. Was it a Black Shook? Was it just a dog running wild? Was it two dogs in two different churches? One really angry regular dog? Was it all just a story to help people process such a terrible storm causing chaos and destruction? What actually happened there I couldn't say, but Bungay has a brilliant black shuck weather vane, a pride of place in their town now which should give a google if not an actual visit, and the other church also has the uh, devil's claw mark on the door still. 
Black Shook seems to embody the archetypal black dog. Their hair is black, which you would think would be obvious, but there are weirder stories out there to get lumped under the black dog umbrella despite failing the simple colour test. They're usually described as unnaturally, ride them into battle large, with some stories saying they're as big as a donkey. But your biggest giveaway is the eyes. They're described as burning, up to the size of dinner plates, sometimes glowing orange, sometimes swirling in a pattern with other colours, sometimes with green or red sparks falling from them. For all of being a giant black hound flinging fire from its eyes, apart from the very noteworthy storm which led to Black Shuck's church murder tour of 1577, Black Shuck stories normally don't talk about a physical threat. Seeing Black Shuck is instead a sign of bad things to immediately come. So if you see one as you walk down a lonely road, don't run into disaster, instead get a safe distance away from passing cars and call someone to come and get you. As frightening as it may look, it's more likely to be a warning you're about to get hit by a speeding car. Don't let that be a self-fulfilling prophecy as you run away from your warning directly into the path of danger. Black Shuck sightings can sometimes be associated with historic gallows locations and old graveyards, the old graveyards possibly being a church grim connection in some cases. On to a childhood favourite of mine though, Padfoot. Most people are only familiar with the name thanks to Harry Potter, where the name was appropriated for a friendly werewolf. The actual dog Padfoot of Yorkshire is a full-on weirdo even by folklore standards. I first encountered the stories raiding the ghost story section of the children's area in Ormskirk Library. Shout out to my local childhood library there, they did a lot of good work making me this weird. Here's the basic deal with Padfoot. From Yorkshire in the northeast of England, they are one of the black dogs notorious for actually attacking people as opposed to being one of the more common bad omens. It has a pretty unique gimmick. Padfoot's feet are on backwards. Apart from being easily identified as not really a dog by this, through some magical means, as this definitely isn't how physics works, Padfoot's footsteps come from the opposite direction of where it actually is. This makes Padfoot something of a demonic ambush predator, driving people towards it as its hapless victims try to run away from the sounds of pursuit. But there's more, and this is brilliant. Padfoot gets even weirder. They have another form. The dangerous black dog of Yorkshire can also appear as... A giant woolly black ram. Padfoot can also appear as a demonic sheep. I freaking love Padfoot. I've not explored the global nature of these stories yet, so for the final black dog I want to tell you about a Japanese variant of dark demonic canine. Something a little bit different from the European folklore on the other side of the world. The Okuri Inu, sending off dog, or Akiri Okami, sending off wolf, is a kind of yokai which can stalk the dark mountain passes and forested roads of Japan. A yokai being a specific kind of spirit which roughly means bewitching apparition. The sending off part of this black dog's name refers to how it behaves. It follows behind their chosen victim as if they were seeing a friend along their way on their travels. Except its intentions are a little hungrier than that. It will follow you for your entire journey, and should you stumble or fall, it will dive on you and tear you to pieces. You have one chance, if you should fall, to escape that fate. You have to dramatically play out that you're meant to sit and take a break all along, in which case the Akuri Inu will patiently wait for you to continue travelling. Better make it good though, because the Akuri Inu is one of the most fearsome spirits that can be found in the wilds of Japan. But this can be to your advantage. The Akuri Inu is so dangerous that all of the spirits and demons will leave the traveller alone, as they want nothing to do with the black dog stalking them. 
As with most Japanese folklore, there are rituals to follow to keep you safe. Should you make it out of the mountains or forest safely, you need to turn and call, Thanks for seeing me off. After that, this Akuri Inu will never follow you without either eating you again. But you should also wash your feet when you get in and then leave out an offering of food for the black dog to show your gratitude for how it warded off all the other monsters. I'm not sure what happens if you don't follow the ritual, but I've never come across a story where it goes well for anyone who disregards them in Japanese folklore. I could go on, there really are loads, and I've barely touched upon the dual nature of some of these stories, apart from the um, Akuri Inu. I'll try to globetrot a little more in a follow-up Luke lore, as there's plenty of black dog stories out there, but that's all for this time. How is this even episode 3? It feels like I've gone from suggesting this on the phone to blinking and pow, suddenly, here we are, thinking about episode 4. Speaking of, I'll be back in about a month with that topic, which should be my first run at furries. Followers at Patreon get this early every time, so check out patreon.com slash ghoststoryguys for this and plenty more cool stuff if you want to support us directly. But as ever, just listening is plenty of support in and of itself. I hope you enjoy my companion show, and please feel free to reach out to either the show or myself directly via email or social media if you have any questions, feedback, or requests for Luke Law. The email is ghoststoryguys at gmail.com, and I am Luke Greensmith on both Twitter and Facebook. Goodbye for now! Curry on. No, more language. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.